Welcome to today's episode of the Jason Modar Show. It is a glorious day. Praise God. His mercies are new every morning. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from Him. Just praise the Lord. All ye creatures of the earth, praise the Lord. Praise God. It's a beautiful day. I want to talk today about men, mission, and responsibility. So this last weekend, my wife and I, we went out on the property that we rent fairly early in the morning. And my wife noticed that there were several tree branches and limbs that had fallen into the pond on the property that we rent a house on. And so she said, why don't we take these out of the pond, put them in a pile, and then they can later be taken to the pile, the burn pile we have about 150 yards away from where the pond is. So I thought that was a really good idea. And then I noticed that there were other branches that were still attached to trees, but they were hanging over the pond and that were dead or dying or in danger of falling into the pond. And I thought, well, I could get those. I could get the tree trimmers and I could cut those down and we could add those to the pile as well. So that's exactly what happened. I went and I got an ax, a tree trimmer, and a hacksaw, ended up dragging this massive branch that had fallen into the pond that was waterlogged and had moss all over it. So between my wife and I, we dragged it out of there, and it was so large and so heavy that I ended up cutting it with a hacksaw into multiple pieces, dragging the pieces to the pile of wood. Then we got the logs and the twigs and branches that were in the pond and around and near the pond, cleaned that all up, added it to the pile, and then I took the tree trimmer and I cut off some of the dead branches and branches that were hanging over into the pond or were threatening to fall into the pond. And the entire time this was going on, I was looking around and making sure that my daughters who were playing nearby saw me. I would say, girls, look what daddy's about to do. Now, why did I do that? Why, why did I go about doing what I did? Because I had a mission. Because God has wired men to desire and to need and to want mission and responsibility. And this is not exclusive to a certain amount of men, but this is inclusive of all men. Every single man wants a mission and wants responsibility, needs a mission, and needs responsibility. And I'm sure you're probably thinking, I don't know, I've seen some guys who seem like they are interested in very little mission and responsibility. We'll get to them in just a second. But why did I want my daughters to recognize that? Well, I wanted recognition. I wanted a proper, healthy, biblical amount of honor and recognition for the achievement that I had made of going on mission cleaning up the yard, cleaning up the pond, getting these branches out of the way. I wanted my daughters to see a man in action, a man on a mission, a man taking responsibility for a mess on the property. And even though it's a property that I'm renting, I'm renting it from very dear friends of ours who we're really close with, that we spend a lot of time with, that we do life with. There are people This is our place. These are our people. This is our tribe. They're like-minded brothers and sisters in the Lord that we go to church with, that we send our kids to the same school, that we are intertwined in each other's lives in a very meaningful and impactful way. And so I was on mission and was willing to take responsibility to 
clean up our land, to clean up our property, to do something for members of my tribe, to do something for my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And I wanted my daughters to see that, to see a man acting like a man. And not only that, but I wanted the recognition. Look at daddy. Look at what daddy's about to do. Daddy's about to take this big giant saw and he's about to cut this piece of wood. And my daughters thought it was the coolest thing in the world while it was going on. So this illustrates, again, that this is something that men want. This, I, I craved it. I desired it. As soon as my wife suggested it to me, I looked around the property and I thought to myself, we could do even more. We could cut that down and we could cut that down. And I know that's super heavy, but we could pull that out of the pond. I was pumped. I was primed. I was ready to go. I had a mission. I was willing to take responsibility for it. And afterwards, it felt so satisfying to sit down, I drank a beer, and then I smoked a pipe, and I just basked in the glory of a job well done, of accepting responsibility, and in completing a mission. And that's really what men need. So when you think of these basement-dwelling, in-cell, video-gaming, welfare recipients, even they want that. So even when you think of a, a prototypical and stereotypical loser, of a man you would think would never want mission and responsibility. Even that guy wants mission and responsibility. And these guys should be shouldered with some amount of guilt and shame for not acting like men. But you can't just leave them there. And we'll all circle back and touch upon more of that at the end of this episode. But you can't just leave them there. You have to give them hope. You have to give them something to aim for and something to shoot for, not just say, okay, well, you're all a bunch of lazy pieces of crap, porn addict, video game addict, no good, good for nothing, no good welfare recipients, and then just leave them at that. You got to give them hope. You got to pick them back up. You got to reconstruct them after you deconstruct them. And they're in a culture that is basically inverted. The end goal of, of the woke movement, and really the end goal of feminism, it seems, is just an inversion of gender roles, turning the women into men and turning the men into women. Our culture, especially our feminist Christian culture, just wants nice guy soy boys, nice guy Christian soy boys who are effectively docile eunuchs who don't want to achieve anything that God wired men to achieve, to be patriarchs, to be heads of a household to have status, to have achievement, to have power, to be confident in the things that they do, to do the kinds of things that attract women. You think about these incels. They've given up. They don't think any woman would ever be attracted to them. So 99 out of 100 of them are porn addicts, most likely. They'd rather just play video games and collect welfare. They have no drive, no mission whatsoever. And if they were willing to take responsibility, to go on a mission to actually find a woman and take responsibility, okay, you're fat, lose weight. Go get in shape, lift weights, start running. You're unattractive, take a shower, groom yourself, cut your hair, shampoo your hair, buy some face wash if you have a bunch of acne. Do something about your physical appearance to make yourself more attractive to women. And then not only that, women aren't just attracted to the physical, women are also attracted to men of high status, who achieve things, who have goals, who demonstrate responsibility, men with power, a healthy, proper amount of power, and confidence, who do things confidently. If these guys, these basement dwellers, will, were willing to accept responsibility for their lot in life and go on mission to actually change things and do something about getting a woman about getting a job, about getting status, about gaining wealth, buying a house, 
or at the very least, renting their own home, driving their own car, paying their own bills, not living with mom and dad anymore. That would radically change their lives, and it would radically change their view. They wouldn't view themselves as these involuntary celibates who rage against women and rage against the culture. They could change culture, and they could change the trajectory of their lives and of future generations that could potentially proceed from the fruit of their loins. And this is also prevalent within Christian culture as well. So many nice guy Christian soy boys who are not just in the pews, they're behind the pulpits, they're writing in the pages of Christianity Today and Relevant Magazine and the Gospel Coalition. They have names like Tim Keller and John Piper and Brett McCracken and Jonathan Lehman. They essentially and effectively want these nice, soft-edged, compassionate Christians who are like the blonde-haired, blue-eyed, flowing-haired Mormon Jesus who's holding a lamb and petting a lamb with a very soft smile on his face, not the Jesus that fashioned a whip and drove people out of the temple and overturned tables, the Jesus who excoriated the Pharisees in Matthew 23 and called them hypocrites, and not the Jesus who said that there's going to be a reckoning. I'm going to separate the sheep from the goats. They don't want to have anything to do with the Paul who named names and said that Alexander the coppersmith did me harm. They don't want to have anything to do with the Paul who said to the Gal- the Judaizers, Judaizers who said to the Galatians that they had to be circumcised in order to be Christians. They don't want to have anything to do with the Paul that came back at that and said, well, if you're so into cutting off parts of your genitalia, why don't you just go all the way and utterly and completely emasculate yourselves? They don't want to have anything to do with these kinds of men, men that want to be patriarchs, men that love their people, men that love where they're from, men that want to stick with a tribe, with a like-minded group of individuals who are on mission for the Lord together. Men who are standing up against clown world. Men who say, no, 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 diversity is not our strength. No, 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 the town in the middle of Iowa that's 98% white does not need to diversify their church. No, 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 we don't need men softening themselves and acting like women. No, 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 we don't need women acting more masculine. No, we need to understand Genesis 1, that God created the male and female, that he wired men and women differently with certain desires, with certain functions, with certain abilities, and two of the primary functions for men are to be on mission and to accept responsibility for seeing the mission through. And one of the things that men often turn to is video games, which actually is a very manly thing for them to turn to, because video games are an expression a twisted and can be a twisted and perverted expression, but an expression nonetheless of this very thing of men wanting a mission and wanting responsibility. So it's virtual, but it's often men playing video games where they're in charge, 
where they're strong, where they're powerful, where there's a goal, where there's a mission, where they're saving something, where they're conquering something, they're taking over something, they're doing something heroic, they're doing things that get them recognition and achievements in the game, either among the NPCs in the game or if they're playing a game online amongst the online community that they play the game in. And what happens is, is these incel guys and these other guys with seemingly little ambition, with no desire for mission, with seemingly no desire whatsoever to accept responsibility, is they've basically been told by our culture they're not worth a damn. And they've never been told by anybody that they're created in God's image and that God created them and wired them as men for certain things and for certain responsibilities and for certain missions, like being a patriarch of a household. And so what these guys say is they say, well, screw you. Then I'll, I'll take my government cheese, I'll take my porn, I'll take my video games, I'll achieve all of these things virtually, and I don't need you. I don't need to be told that I'm part of a culture of toxic masculinity. I don't need to be told that because I'm white, I'm inherently and unforgivably racist. I'm tired of being told all of these lies or all of this nonsense, or I'm tired of being told that I can't live up to and I can't achieve these things. So screw you. If I can't achieve it, then I don't care. And what men need to be told is that they're made in the image of God. Men, you're made in the image of God. You were made as men. That is true. That is good. And that is beautiful. And part of being men means that you need to have mission. You need to have goals. You need to have things that you look for. Find a wife, have children, get a job, and have a career. Get plugged into a local church. Get plugged into a local community. Find people who are like-minded, especially other men who are like-minded, and go on mission. And don't just play the react to clown world game. Don't just play the react to clown world game. Actually do positive things. Create institutions, alternate institutions to clown world and to our clown culture. Get involved in your children's education. Don't send your children off to Caesar. Don't send yourselves off to Caesar. Don't allow yourself to be educated and to be informed by this pagan clown world that hates God, that's full of a bunch of God-haters who are bound and determined to play Romans 1 out in real time. Men, you were made for so much more. You were created in the image of God to be men to be patriarchs, to be dads, to be husbands, to be rulers, to be overseers, to be heads, to get power and to use that power for the kingdom of God, to achieve things, to have a high status, and to use those achievements and that high status for the glory of God and to reflect glory back to God for what he's blessed you with. I think I'll go ahead and stop there. That's all I've... uh, That's all I've got for now. I hope that that was uh, helpful. And, you know, anybody here, especially if you're a man and you're struggling with, what do I do? How do I respond to this culture? What do I do in light of clown world and the clown culture that is trying to turn me into a functional eunuch? Just reject it. Don't listen to any of it. Get off social media. Stop reading enemy media, stop reading enemy news, get on mission, do what you need to do, be a man, take responsibility. If there are things in your life that you want to change, you have the power to change them. Give your life to the Lord if you have not done so already. You were made as an image bearer of God. You were made to be 
with him, one with the Father. And the way that that happens now, this side of the fall, is you need to be reconciled to God via Jesus Christ. You give your life over to the Lord. You accept his forgiveness for sins. He becomes the Lord of your life. You confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and you believe in your heart that the Father raised him from the dead. That's how your life has changed. You go on mission for the kingdom of God and you do that in your family. You do that in your personal life. You do that in your church. You do that in your local community. You do that in your place of work. And if, and if you're listening to this and you're somebody that God has blessed with a lot more influence, you have more influence beyond just your local community. You have regional, statewide, national influence, then praise God. Praise God that he has put you in that position. Take advantage of that position and punish the clowns wherever you are at and punish the clowns all in the name of the Lord and to the glory of the Lord. Well, thank you all so very much for stopping by. I hope this was a blessing to you, edifying, helpful, and all of that jazz. We'll see you guys and gals next time. God bless.